0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're gonna be in Song of Solomon and we're gonna talk about sex. So buckle up and get ready. We're looking at this book that is eight chapters long it's a series of poems between a young lady the beloved and her man the shepherd they're engaged they're betrothed to each other eventually they're going to get married they're yearning and longing for each other at one point in this book the young lady is dreaming about being with this young man and eventually they're getting married and then they will celebrate their love sexually and physically by the end of the book and one of the great things that we can learn from This is how God has blessed us with this gift of sex, but he's also made it so that when we use it outside of his design, it's a problem when we use it within inside his design. It's a great blessing. Chapter 2, verse 7 says this. this, is the young lady talking, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and the does of the field, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Another translation for that is that you not arouse love until its proper time this word love in the Hebrew is certainly a sexual term. This is sexual love. And this command is saying there is a certain time for sexual love, and you shouldn't arouse it outside of that time. Wait until it's proper time. This whole refrain is repeated in chapter 3, verse 5. It's repeated again in chapter 8, verse 4. And then in 8, 5, things change. And that's because this young man and this young woman have become married. By the way, let me, what is marriage? Marriage is a commitment to each other and to God, according to his biblical design in front of witnesses who affirm this marriage. So people want to try to get around marriage, uh, especially today, all these loopholes. How can I have sex without actually being married? Well, I think that the idea is that first of all, you should be married And second of all, don't try to find corners to cut, but rather have a heart that is surrendered to God's design, a heart that wants to obey his commands, not just because he's a mean God who wants us to not have fun, but because we understand that his commands and his design is for our benefit. And when we color outside the lines, we heap trouble on ourselves. And when we follow his design, we are blessed beyond measure. So in chapter eight, verse five, this is what it says. Who is that coming from the wilderness? Leaning on her beloved, under the apple tree, I awakened you. So all this time, don't awaken love before it's time. Don't awaken love before it's time. And now here comes this guy leaning on her beloved, on her beloved. This is a sexual leaning and under the apple tree, love is finally awakened. So the message of the church has not been clear on this. The church is Christians and organizations, Christian organizations have either not talked about this because they feel too awkward talking about sex, or they are afraid that so many people have made so many mistakes sexually that if we talk clearly about what the Bible says, we're going to offend people. Um and we just want to be very, very clear that God's design is for our benefit. And so, yes, sex outside of marriage between a man and a woman is sin. It's, according, it's not according to God's design. And if, so we want to just say that clearly. And therefore, you should not arouse or awaken love, sexual love, outside of its proper time. If it's proper time is marriage between a man and a woman, then it shouldn't be aroused outside of that. I've got young kids that are going to be dealing with and are certainly thinking about these issues already. I've got guys on a basketball team that I coach that hopefully listen to this and say, guys, please, please, please let me plead with you as somebody who's been where you're at. And now somebody who's been married very happily for 21 years, uh, Do not arouse or awaken love until it's proper time. My wife and I are certainly not perfect or flawless in the area of sexual sin, but we were married as virgins. Uh, Neither of us had been with anyone else or each other before we were married. And I can just tell you that based on how our marriage is, based on how other people's marriages are, this is the way to go. And that's not to say we're better than anyone. We're not. We've sinned in plenty of other ways. In fact, even sexual sin. I was in some relationships before I was married where we crossed boundaries that I believe were wrong and sinful. So I'm not saying that we're holier than thou. I'm just saying that as a personal testimony, God's design as it relates to sex inside a marriage and no sex outside of marriage is true and steadfast and reliable. Let me bring the gospel into this quick because I know there are people who are listening who might have a lot of guilt or might have crossed many sexual boundaries or not really done it according to God's design. And the fact is none of us live perfectly according to God's design in every way. That's the reason he sent Jesus Christ to live a perfect life in our place that we couldn't live and then die paying the penalty for sin, death on the cross. He rose again to defeat sin, death, the power of the devil, so anyone who puts their trust and faith in Christ can have his perfect righteousness attributed to them, the penalty that they owe God, death for their sin, Mark paid, and we can stand holy and blameless despite the sexual sin that we've been guilty of in the past or any other sin that we've been guilty of. That's great, great news. However, that doesn't mean that because we can be forgiven for our sexual sin, we should be cavalier about it. Because when we commit sexual sin, uh, we heap trouble and pain on ourselves. And it's especially pernicious in the area of sex because it seems so enticing and so good and so right. And the culture, the music, the media, the social media, everyone's telling us this is great. This is great. And so we're tempted and we've got these hormones raging in our bodies saying, go, go, go. And all these things are working against us. But when we don't live according to God's design in this area, the damage in the the wake of of pain and turmoil in our lives can be huge behind this young people. Let's get specific. If you can't be in a basement watching a movie with your boyfriend or girlfriend with the lights off, parents not around. If you can't do that without arousing love before it's time, which I would say 99.9% of high school or college couples can't do, then don't do that. If you can't be in physical contact with each other without a arousing love, then don't do that. It's not wise. You're meant to go all the way down this path once you get on the path of physical intimacy. So don't even go there if you can't do it without arousing or awakening love. Lord, would you help us to teach people about your gift of sex in a way that is more effective, that we would be clearly biblical, that we would hold up the value of sex being reserved between married couples, but also give people tools for doing that the right way. Lord, would you bless my kids and other people's kids who are kind of coming into this age where they're going to have this on the front of their minds? Would you protect them from themselves, from sexual sin that lingers, from Satan's schemes that are out there to destroy them? And would you help them have the determination to wait, to not arouse love until it's proper time? And then when they do wait for those that get married, would you bless their socks off? Would you bless them in this area and show them the benefit of serving you and following your design? We pray in Jesus' name, amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit IssuesIFace.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries and check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.